You mentioned Ian Smith. He's not here because he's joined the Fox commentary team in Australia for their mm. test series against Pakistan. Uh, Kerry O'Keefe absolutely roasted Smithy yesterday on air. Check this out. One of seven brothers, of course, Shaheen Sharafridi. His other brother, Riaz, was a very formidable bowler. Terrific first-class record. You know, when he was young, if Pakistan lost a test match, he didn't eat for two days. What did you do when New Zealand lost, Smithy? <laughs> That's a seriously early punch. Kerry <laughs> O'Keefe. You That's ate for 48 hours. That's more than a jab. <laughs> oh. My God. Poor old get Smithy. Get, absolutely getting roasted in Perth. It is seven past seven. Gary Stead joins us, the uh, Black Caps uh, head coach. Uh, Gary, uh, you will have heard that. Uh, you'll know Smithy. He's 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 not uh, the slowest with yeah, the tongue, mate. That. He's not the slowest with the tongue. You reckon Kerry O'Keefe's in for a serve today or over the next five? Oh, I, yeah, morning, lads. I think he probably is. I mean, it didn't take him long to, to get that jab and did it. But, um, <laughs> look, I mean, Kerry, Kerry O'Keefe's a great storyteller, so I'm sure there'll be plenty more to come. <laughs> oh, bound to be, mate. Bound to be. Now, steady, a big summer of cricket uh, on our back, uh, on our on our uh, front door, I should say, not back door, uh, uh, coming up and starting this weekend with uh, Bangladesh and a, a pretty young squad uh, trying a few different players out because I guess we've got so much cricket, you, you kind of have to develop that depth. Yeah, it's a, it's a combination of um, trying to give players who have been on the road for a, for a long time now a little bit of, a, I guess, a mental refreshness and secondly to grow our depth and, and give some guys some international experience who um, may, may feature for us in the future. So it's a little bit of a combination of both but Bangladesh have certainly improved in, their, in the way they go about their cricket and we have a very good record against them but certainly looking forward to the challenge that's ahead starting here in Dunedin on Sunday. Yeah, Gary, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Look, you look at the squad, there's a hell of a lot of players that haven't had any experience or, or very limited experience. You think Adia Shock, um, you got Josh Clarkson, who's played a, a wee bit, you got Willow Rock, the fast quickie for Canterbury. H- how do you approach the conversations uh, when, when you meet up for Sunday's first ODI? Uh, how do you approach it as a coach with uh, young players coming into the squad? Yeah, we, we want them to just be themselves. I mean, they've been selected for a, for a reason that we've liked what we've seen. Mm. So we try and stick them in the similar types of roles that, that they'll be doing um, or they've done in their major association or, or that we look at and think, well, we could develop some international skills in, in that player there as well. So we'll get them in the, in the net today. We just arrived in yesterday to Dunedin, so we'll have a couple of trainings and it, and it gives us the chance to, yeah, just talk to them, learn a little bit about them, make sure they understand the roles that we want them to play as well. On that, Gary, I mean, there's a few players that aren't in the squad that you have t- tried and tested. I know that one of them, uh, I think a lot of people were excited to see given a chance, a potential successor to Trent Bolt. That is Ben Lister. Uh, he did play for Auckland the other day, but he, I see he's listed as uh, as injured. Where are you at on Ben's journey? Because, I mean, having a, a quick lefty who can swing the ball would be handy about now. Yeah, look, Ben's been uh, on the bench for uh, for quite a while. He came back and from England and played the first uh, Plunkett Shield game and got injured. So that was his first game back. Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before. So, I mean, it was just for us a little bit too soon to, to take that international jump, but he's certainly some someone that we are looking at carefully. Kane Williamson's omission from the squad is, was a bit of a surprise given he hasn't played too much cricket over the past year. 
due to injuries he picked up. What was the decision behind that, Steady? Uh, look, he's he's still um, going through the rehab of his knee, and we just felt the break for him um, would be opportune to just keep strengthening it. So when you think about uh, the ACL um, operation he had and, and some and some tidy up in the knee as well, you're talking about in total somewhere around about a, a full year to, to get completely right. Yeah. So we're still conscious that we don't want to overload him and, and came through the workload in, in Bangladesh as well. And then he got that 100, which was an incredible innings as well. Just felt that it, he was tightening up a little bit. So the right thing for us to get him through the whole summer was to give him a short break now. In terms of what you're looking for in uh, in the series, uh, Steady, I know it, it can be horses for courses. You know, it's, it's probably a different setup to what you would have taken if the series was going to be in Bangladesh. What are you looking for out of the squad? Yeah, well, we're four years away from the next ODI World Cup, so that's the chance for us to reset a little bit and look at the way that we that we do play our cricket, the way we want to keep playing our cricket, and I think keep the good stuff we've been doing, and then challenge ourselves on the on the edges a little bit of how can we how can we keep looking at the game, where might it be in three or four years' time, and and what are the skill sets we need to have, and we've we've selected a couple of uh, younger guys who we haven't seen a lot of just to I guess expose them and and. I guess show that there is a, a picture ahead that we are we are looking we are interested in, in those that are coming through and the skills that they have too. But I mean, ultimately, every game you play, you want to win. You get you go out there with that mindset. Um, this will be no difference for us as well. Ex- experience, steady. Uh, you're losing a hell of a lot when you look at the players that are unavailable: Tim Sally, Daryl Mitchell, Santner, Glenn Phillips, Conway. Uh, Lockie Ferguson, Jimmy Neesham, and you look at the current crop they're going to go through, who's going to carry the workload in terms of, of leadership in this group? Yeah, I mean, we still have a, a, a fair core of, I think, batting experience through there. So you've got the likes of uh, Henry Nichols, Will Young, um, Rajan Ravindra, all, uh, Tom, Latham, Tom, Tom Blundell have all been around the team for a while now. Um, so it's a reasonably experienced batting unit still. I think the the, uh, the bowling looks a little bit thinner, but that's where I think the exciting piece comes. You see guys like Adam Milne, who, who's back and fit and, and raring to go. Um, hopefully he can he can bowl some rockets at the Bangladeshis. And um, guys like Willow Rourke coming through. I mean, whilst they're, they're young, they've, mm. they've had a, a few years now on the inter- on the domestic scene, and it's exciting to see the, the progress of those guys. So... Yeah, we're, we, we are um, conscious that, that we certainly don't have the same experience that we might normally have, but that's, that's a new challenge for this group, and, and look, excited to see how that might go. Russian Ravindra, we know what he was capable to do at the ODI World Cup. Have you been hearing the calls for him to be a part of the Red Bull? Uh, yeah, I hear most things. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, it was it was brilliant what he did. We, we're extremely excited uh, for Rach and, and, and the way he goes about his cricket, and he'll get another opportunity here. And um, I mean, it's that's it, the selection balance you always face, isn't it? Is is when's the right time, and, and where does he fit? So that that's something that that Sam Wells and I will certainly be discussing. When is it? When is it, Steady? When is it? We're hoping it was the last <laughs> test. 
Well, we won that test, so what are you worried about? Yeah. <laughs> Solid comeback, Steady. Solid comeback. Yeah. Bang. Bang. Oh, there, there was a question that I, I did want to ask you regarding that. And, you know, the, you would have, as you said, you, you hear most things, but there were a few question marks over um, a couple of the batting selections given those players' uh, form or, or, or uh, records in the subcontinent or against spin, guys whose maybe records didn't measure up to what they normally do if they're playing, say, in home conditions. I always wondered, we select bowling attacks based on the conditions. Is that something you consider with batsmen? Do you select specialist batsmen for certain conditions? Yeah, I think you, you still look at it, um, but it's probably much easier from the bowling front to see the differences that are required. So usually subcontinent, you go with the spin heavy, and, and in New Zealand conditions, you get your pace heavy, and it's much easier to, I think, distinguish between those those monitors from batsmen but it is certainly something we still look at the, the hard thing is for a young player coming through getting them to the subcontinent and playing is is usually through international cricket so the experiences they often have aren't that big anyway yeah and uh, the Bangladeshi team that is coming here they've got a bit more experience back Lytton Das who, who missed the series over there uh, with the, the birth of a, uh, one, uh, a child is back in the fold but uh, no Shakib Al-Hassan I think there are a few of us back here that saw Shakib and Lytton missing from that team and, and thought oh well you know this is a, a developmental uh, Bangladeshi team but they certainly gave us a bit of a hurry up what do you make of uh, the way that they're developing their players? Look, I mean, they, they, it's a, definitely a different, different system to us. They uh, don't put as much money into the development programs. I think on the whole, New Zealand cricket is obligation to not only look after professional game, but also the community game. And, and that's where I think the differences are um, between a lot of the subcontinent teams who, who a lot of money goes straight into the high performance space. But Look, they, they are an experienced side. In their own conditions, they are very, very tough to beat. And certainly uh, we, won't, we won't be the first team that goes over to Bangladesh and loses the test match on, on very, very difficult wickets. So, um, but look, I mean, we get back in our own conditions here. We haven't played here for a while now, so we're looking forward to a little bit more bounce and carry in these wickets. Well, conditions was a hot topic and the pitch use for the second test was deemed unsatisfactory by uh, the Cricket Council. Um, on that, how, how much input do you have on, on, on the home wicket? Because you see a lot of these wickets played in, 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 different, in international countries. They are more catered to their, their players, their, their playing type. Do you have an input of how you want to see the wicket played out when you're at home? Uh, we, we, we talk with the groundsmen saying, giving them an indication mm. of, of this is what we like. But generally, it's the same. We, we like to have wickets that bounce, that um, yeah. I guess test, test other nations when the ball does bounce because it's what we're probably more used to. And, and I, think, um, I think New Zealand wickets on the whole and the, and the training facilities we get are up there with the very, very best in the world. So uh, we have little to complain about here when, when you consider yep. pitches and, and, and facilities that we have. Tell you what, that, uh, that'll be uh, a nightmare in waiting for the Bangladeshis if they're listening to this when they figure out that we've got a 10-foot-tall new bowler called Willow Rourke who's going to be <laughs> steaming in on a green top, mate. Um, how much game do you expect him to get in this series? Oh, yeah, look, I, I, I'm sure we will be looking. There's three games in about a week that that I'm sure we'll, we'll probably get all our bowlers a, a bit of a run through it. So um, I'm expecting probably a couple of games uh, for Will, but it's exciting for him. It's exciting for anyone making their debut. And, 
We just want to make sure he, he slips into the role that he's doing and, and just does what he does for Canterbury because he's proven that he's he's a yeah, someone on the horizon that, that, that could go places. Now you're a busy man, Steady. The under nineteen uh, men's side was named recently for the World Cup in South Africa and New Zealand eleven side took on Bangladesh yesterday in a warm up match. Plenty of talent coming through uh, across those sides. Do you keep up with those results and keep a tabs tab on who's performing and, and think of the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, my, my role is more about the, the international team, but I think the, the developing players coming through is still important to keep tabs on. And I spent a couple of days at the under-19s just having a, having a look there um, and then was glued to the, uh, to the computer yesterday watching the Bangladesh series as well and just making sure we're over the a couple of new faces that we haven't seen as well, more from their team. Beautiful, Steady. Listen, mate, I really appreciate you coming on this morning ahead of what is going to be a busy old summer for you and the team. Best of luck come Sunday, mate, and uh, hopefully we talk again soon. eh? Have a great Christmas. Yeah, thanks, guys. Merry Christmas to you too.